0: listeners, welcome to the Sheiky Podcast. We are your hosts, Alexandra Gumberg and Isabel King. Together we bring you Sheiky, where
1: chic meets cheeky, creating the perfect cocktail. Welcome to the New Year's Resolution episode.
0: Today we will be talking about some of the tools that um, we want to share with you guys that will help us achieve the goals that we have for this new year. We're also going to be reflecting a little bit on the past year and sharing some of the lessons that we've learned so we can apply anything we want to to the new year. And then Isabel also had a birthday reflection. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so this is my first year doing a birthday reflection. And I basically just surfed the internet for some questions that people normally like do for self-reflections and I came up with 23 because that's the year I was turning and they were like strategic in a way where I want to answer these the same exact questions year after year to make it kind of a tradition and some of them we're going to be answering today so a total of three And then after that, we're just going to be talking about our top three goals for 2021.
0: Perfect. Let's get started.
1: Okay. So Alex, what is one tool that will help you this year that you want to share with the listeners? We can go back and forth between our tools.
0: Okay. So I kind of split up my new year's resolutions into subcategories and I'll talk about the first one. And one of them has to do with the mind and body connection. And I know you and I have both talked about this and we were both introduced to the concept of working out um, being referred to as movement. So that's definitely something that I want to hone hone in on and focus this year is not thinking of working out as the same way that I have in the past and rewiring it more so to be movement. And I found that to just be a lot more I don't know, when I think of a workout in the same way that I used to, my relationship with my body and my mind has not always been great. So in the past, it's almost been like a punishment for myself or something that I really didn't enjoy doing, but I just felt like I needed to or had to, and there was so much pressure. So, So that's one of my first resolutions is improving my mind and body connection and thinking of working out as movement. And obviously, whenever you have a goal, you kind of need to have a plan. So it's just, it's something that I feel like is the best way to go about um, achieving your goals. And I'm sure you guys would agree, like having a goal is a good thing. But if you don't have a plan, it's like really difficult to get there. So my plan for this is when it comes to movement and working out is using the app, Class Pass, and I've used it in the past and one of my friends from school actually showed it to me and when you sign up you can do a two-week free trial and I'm not sure if you're in an area where things are open right now but with ClassPass basically is you buy a membership or you do the two-week free trial and you get credits and then depending on where you're choosing to go so whatever fitness studio Um, They have everything from massages, cryotherapy, hair salons, and fitness studios on this app, just depending on where you are. So you can pick whichever place you want to go and use your credits. Each class is different. So there might be like a cycle bar class that's worth four credits or at a different location. It could be more or less. It just depends where. And you spend credits on the classes. So this is a great way to figure out different types of movement, um, different classes that you enjoy, and i I think that it's cheaper than buying a membership at some of the fitness studios. so I think this is a great way to get exposure to different types of movement and finding what works best for me. Um, and another thing with movement is a challenge that, a little challenge that I have for myself is doing. 100 squats every day and I've just been doing 25 here 10 there five there and adding up it's just something fun and keeps me moving during my day
1: that's really great this 100 squats a day I love that idea
0: (laughs) so cool what's cryotherapy from the class past thing so I believe I I'm not fully educated on this but I think it has something to do with temperature and people have these machines that you can go in and it brings your body to a really really low freezing temperature and then a really high temperature has to do with energy and stuff like that definitely something i need to look into and try and wow that's so cool i think i've seen shay mitchell do that you
1: go into like this chamber yes what that is
0: yes i believe i want to try it on class pass Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about doing that right now, but I don't think there's any human contact. And also, the places that I have been oh, yeah, I meant to mention this on ClassPass, you can also get a full review on where they're at in terms of like COVID precautions. So I find that extremely helpful, especially right now. That's one thing that's been holding me back from getting a gym membership is just the safety and health precautions, I'm not sure everybody is taking. So people are very honest on their reviews on this app. And they kind of explain like, if it's a very small confined area, that'll be very clear on the reviews. Um, People will say they're going above and beyond the regulations, you know, making sure that everyone is spaced out, there's not too many people and they're not just trying to make as much money as possible right now. I find all those reviews in the within the app. So
1: That's awesome because COVID is not over. We still need to be careful.
0: But I love your mentality with the movement thing. I
1: think that's what something that really changed my life with movement is I stopped looking at it as working out. And as just a movement. Like it's therapeutic for my brain is what I think of it as every morning.
0: Right. And I don't know. It's just less of like I have to do this and more like I want to do this. Like setting up your day. It's not an obligation. Right, Right.
1: Okay. So one of my... New Year's resolution. It's to start holding myself accountable for deadlines I set for myself as an entrepreneur, content creator, and podcast host because I feel like I'm super good with deadlines for work, for school, but for myself it's like I just don't hold myself accountable and so I don't really like get anything done that I need to in a timely manner. I could be so much more productive and successful if I was just focused
0: how how are you gonna go about that are you gonna use a planner do you like to use your phone for notifications so one is
1: um sticking to my morning and night ritual because my night ritual includes writing a to-do list right before going to bed and this helps me stay productive for the next day so I'm not running around like a chicken without its head all day.
0: Love and that so much.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you guys know anything about the Ivy Lee method. But basically, Lauren Everett's from the Skinny Confidential is huge on it. And she introduced me to it. It's writing a to-do list with only six things on it. And you can't move on to the next thing on your to-do list without finishing the first one. And they are in the order of true importance. So this is like huge for me I used to have like 20 things on my to-do list but now it's just like six things and sometimes I don't even get the six things done because they're so huge and so important I think
0: that's a really great way or a tool to use to stay productive and get the things done that you need to I'm not great at prioritizing so that might be something that I could try also to use so thanks so much for sharing that with me
1: of course
0: Uh, my other one for mind and body and the reason why I put this in this category is because I believe that this will build confidence and character is waking up at the same time every single day and I tried to wake up super early when I first started doing this at like six every day and the days that I didn't I would just beat myself up and be like why did I not wake up or like I wanted to wake up early and then work out. And if I didn't work out, then I just would be like, okay, I'm not working out today. So new method is waking up starting at 7. AM and even just waking up. That's it. That's all I need to do is wake up at that time. And, um, starting with this really, I feel like helps build a schedule. Um, and it doesn't even matter what I'm doing. At least I'm up and I'm like awake and starting my day at this hour and staying consistent with that time. And then hopefully my plan is to gradually um wake up earlier and earlier. So that's that's another New Year's resolution I have is I'm hoping to get to at least six AM. I love that. Thanks. It's easy that
1: you um, um wake up with the sunrise in Fort Lauderdale.
0: Oh my God, yes. That's the coast. huge. Yeah, I love. I used to keep the blinds closed while I'm in the other bedroom right now but whenever I move back in here like I'll keep the blinds open so when the sun comes up I get to wake up with the sunrise that's so perfect Mm -hmm. and it's like if I'm grumpy it's like I can't even be grumpy because it's so beautiful outside I'm like oh my god (laughs) I can't
1: (laughs) I love it you never wake up on the wrong side of the bed yep exactly my next resolution I didn't set mine up like how you did I kind of just have a list of resolutions and then a list of tools later that they don't kind of relate
0: that's okay there's
1: no right way to do it I'm just gonna say this second resolution and then I have another one cool my next one is to be the most excellent communicator and responder on text messaging because I've actually (laughs) turned on my notifications for texting I know And so far, I'm, like, really loving. It feels, like, so good to just respond to people and not have it, like, over my head that, oh, my God, I didn't respond to them, like, a couple days later. I just hated that feeling of not responding to people, and I feel like I did that a lot Mm -hmm. just because it was such a bad habit that built up of just not being a good texter. Mm -hmm. And now my New Year's resolution is to be the best texter, the best responder, reliable, and just easy to reach, you know? I think it will help me in my career.
0: I'm really proud of you for that one oh, yeah texting is, texting is difficult I know we've talked about this before but I mm-hmm. just feel, we we both definitely defined ourselves by being like we hate texting we're just not texters but if you're like trying to improve on prove on that that's huge
1: it is because for me it was a procrastination I could easily like use my brain to quickly write something but I just I'm like I'll do it later I'm busy right now mm-hmm. so like, want to be more of like on top of my
0: shit this year love that that's a great one thank you my next category is self-awareness and both are I've kind of learned after reading think like a monk by Jay Shetty so his chapter two is called negativity and I remember I sent you a picture of this after I read it and I wanted to incorporate this into my new year's resolutions and it's called, hold on, let me go to the page. So he has a section that's called don't be a savior. And we've connected about how we both feel where we're this person. He says, if all someone needs is an ear, you can listen without exerting much energy. If we try to be problem solvers, then we become frustrated when people don't take our brilliant advice. The desire to save others is ego-driven. Don't let your own needs shape your response. Think of your friend as a person who is drowning. If you are an excellent swimmer, a trained lifeguard, then you have the strength, strength and wherewithal to help a swimmer in trouble. Similarly, if you have the time and mind space to help another person, go for it. But if you're only a fair swimmer and you try to save a drowning person, they're likely to pull you down with them. Instead, you call for the lifeguard. Similarly, if you don't have the energy and experience to help a friend, you can introduce them to people or ideas that might help them. Maybe someone else is their rescuer. So I found this to tie into my New Year's resolution and being more of a listener and keeping my ears open and trying to be helpful in a way that I'm not the person that thinks they know how to help someone and kind of like tell, tell myself to sit down and just listen um, because I'm not an expert and I have so much to learn and that's why I also think this podcast is a great way to learn and maybe one day become that person that can help someone directly but also giving people and our listeners a resource to use with anything that they need help them. and then the other one um, that I also took from his same chapter is a method that's called spot stop and swap method and it's all about auditing your negative thoughts so the first part is stop and this is all about picking up on when you're complaining comparing criticizing um and so he the one thing I really love about this book is it's not just one of those self self-help book that's just really long and like hard to digest he breaks everything down and gives you like very concise, little small habits that you can incorporate to become better in whatever sense you want. So in this one, he offers um, a method that he was taught when he was becoming a monk at a monastery, and it was tallying all the negative thoughts that you have. So today I actually started and I did it and I only had three when it came to myself, but obviously I know that there's more. So I think even just trying to become more aware of your negative thoughts and keeping a tally. And then your goal is trying to get that tally down. is a very unique way um, to become more aware of your negative thoughts and what's going on in your headspace. Yeah. So really different approach to becoming aware. After spot, then you take the time to stop and you're, You kind of need to recognize where those negative thoughts are coming from. It's not about just recognizing it and stopping a negative thought and kind of like being like, stop thinking that way, fake it till you make it. It's really getting closer to those feelings and understanding why those things are going through your head. So it's not so much ignoring it because ignoring it only gets you so far. And I've learned that the hard way. I've tried to do that so many times and it doesn't work. So that's why I think this method is going to be a great approach to becoming more aware of what's going on in my headspace and becoming more positive in the long run. So the next part is stop. And it's just recognizing when you're being negative and understanding why. So the root. Then the the third part is the swapping part. So the swapping with positivity isn't in a way, like I said before, of ignoring the negative thoughts and faking it till you make it, but recognizing and becoming aware with spotting, stopping to understand why and then swapping the way it translates. For example, instead of complaining to a friend who can't do anything about it, that your partner always comes home late, communicate directly and mindfully with your partner. You might say, I appreciate that you work hard and have a lot to balance. When you come home later, then you promised, it drives me crazy. You could support me by texting me as soon as you know you're running late. When complaints are understood by ourselves and others, they can be more productive. So Jay Shetty offers that example and I find it really a great way to illustrate how you're swapping out the negative thoughts more so than ignoring them and trying to fake it with this positive mindset that you might not be ready for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I find, I found that to be um, a really helpful tool to becoming more positive in the long run.
1: I love that. I think tallying your thoughts with negativity is such a great way to like remain present throughout the day. That's something I'm really like struggling to do is remaining present and not getting lost in my thoughts. But like when you stop yourself and you're like, okay, why do you think it's just so present? I love that. I think I'm going to incorporate that into my, my life too
0: definitely I'm so happy it's crazy too because you're like even if you're feeling you know when you're being negative but you don't know specifically like you know when you're just like oh
1: the overall feeling of like overwhelming negativity and you're like why why am I a loser but it's like so much bigger and deeper than that definitely I
0: love that Yes, so that will be a great one for both of us to experiment with
1: it's like almost training your brain. It's just like, training your brain and rewiring your brain. Yeah. Face the problems and right. not put it under the carpet or brush it under the rug.
0: Right. I love the way he says how to not, like faking it. There's so many people who advocate faking it till you make it. And it just yeah, never, I mean, work. it's never it, worked for me. <laughs> it doesn't
1: work. I don't get why people, how people fake it till you make it. Cause I'm so like, I wear my heart on my sleeve. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, it's just, me. I can't do that. Back to your, oh. your resolution about being the savior. I love that as well, because like as an empath, it's so hard not to make people's problems, your problems and just want to help them. But what really helped me when you sent me that was reading, you shouldn't be doing it for your ego or something like that, that line. I'm like, oh shit, maybe it is for my ego. Like maybe it does make me feel better solving other people's problems and not mine.
0: Right. It- and it's like it's ego driven in a way where like yes you are trying to help but why do you think that you're the one that knows the right answer to somebody else's problems you know what I mean like you might strongly believe you know what's best for someone else and my best example could be when you know someone's like one of your best friends is dating somebody that's not great for them, right? You just want to be like, shake them and be like, you what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. You just want to shake them and be like, you're so much better than this, blah, blah, blah. But truly, we all know that the only people that can get themselves out of those situations are those people. And you can tell them as many times as you want, but leading them to resources, books, articles, other people that may have gone through something similar movies, anything, like, resources in that way, I think is a lot more beneficial because it's less personal. Yeah. Yeah, agreed.
1: Yes. Lovely resolution. Thank you. Okay, so my last one is to just get out of my comfort zone at least once every day, but this could mean for me, like, going for an interview, even though I don't care for the job, just to get that experience, sending that scary email, like, anything that is not comforting, to me like something that makes me nervous I want to do at least every day right I think because if you do something out of your comfort zone every day
0: I feel like you really grow as a person Mm. and so yeah that's what I'm gonna do that's a great one it's so easy to just live your day-to-day and again think that you're getting outside of your comfort zone but not really
1: Exactly. Like really, really think hard. You guys, what gets you out of your comfort zone? Like what things that you do that you dread. And I feel like that's getting out of your comfort zone. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Not like crazy, badass shit that people do because that for (laughs) them, that's comfortable. You know what I mean? Like if that's not comfortable for you, then like do that easy little things. They don't have to be huge, major milestones for you to do. They're just little tiny things you can do every day.
0: Totally. The little, little tiny habits I feel are key to all of ours right now. It's like taking it day by day and really creating small habits every single day that are, you stay, you can stay consistent with.
1: True. Because those habits create to good days and your days create your weeks, your weeks create your months, your months create your years, your years create your life. Yep. It's a whole cycle. So it starts with the little things. You're right.
0: Exactly. I have three kind of smaller, these, these would be more so like tangible goals. Well, the other ones are tangible with my plans, but these are just, I guess on a smaller scale. So every day, my plan is to read for at least 15 minutes a day. And my plan to be successful with that is having books already picked out. I would love to hear from anyone that has any other book recommendations. I love everything that's related that you can apply to your own life Mm -hmm. um or yeah yeah, love self-help stuff like that and so having books picked out already um is something that I want to continue to do so that I don't have to ever worry about like what book I'm gonna read or if I'm sick of a book I can just pick up a different one Mm -hmm. so the books that I have so far on my list but I'd love to hear from you guys are the Alchemist. Um, I'm definitely gonna reread The Third Door. Great book, guys. If you're looking for um, a really inspiring book, and you're not really sure, you're at a stage where you're not really sure um, about what career you want to, what you want to pursue, or you're not happy with your job, or literally, if you're at any stage, it's such an inspiring book about this this kid who didn't graduate college. He was in his senior year, um, and he went on a quest to interview the top 10 most successful people in the world and he ends up just finding the third door it's supposed to be not the not the obvious door not the back door but that third door that like is just kind of unthinkable and very unique to your situation um so recommend that that's good. I'm definitely going to reread that again this year um another one is The Confidence Code and Rich Dad Poor Dad. I've heard great things about those. So those are on my list. And then
1: a really great book. I read the first chapter. I'm not good at finishing books, but that's a great book.
0: The confidence code? Um Rich Dad Poor Dad. It's a great book. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Cool. Like, like the number one book every business professor I feel like tells you to if you want to be an entrepreneur, tells you to. Or just being financially smart. Okay.
0: I got to read that one. I've heard great things. Um, and then, so I accidentally bought a membership to Skillshare, but I don't regret it. I highly recommend it, guys. It's great for learning project-based things. I haven't explored it to the fullest extent, but I actually just found out today that they offer Spanish beginner level, which I really, really do want to learn Spanish this year. So that's one of my biggest goals this year is learning Spanish. I love that. Yeah, I'm I'm really determined to do that, especially living in Florida. It's more common than English. So I think it will be helpful in any future endeavor. So um, yeah, so Skillshare, one lesson a week on topics that I'm still narrowing down. Another huge topic that I've been exploring that Isabel knows that I've used for the podcast is Adobe Photoshop. And I've learned how to create Um, all sorts of things on there, gifts, um, those little pictures of her and I and people that we want to interview I've learned through Skillshare and it's just a really great tool to use because it's not, it doesn't feel like you're sitting in a class. I've taken classes on the edX that I paid for to get a certificate and I find Skillshare way more valuable for me because I just find that it's easy to follow on along with its normal people kids you can do short classes really long classes um so really cool to check out they do a free trial but remember to cancel that shit if you don't like it because (laughs) (laughs) and then my last goal is for finances and (laughs) I'm like dreading doing this but I'm gonna do this in the next week and I'll report back to you guys how it goes is I'm printing out all my statements from the last since I've been in Florida and I'm going to highlight all of them to do <sighs> need versus want and assess that situation and then after doing this I'll probably cry for a little bit I might be oh for a few days might have to do some bulk returning and yeah. reconsidering a ton of different things but After doing this, I plan to budget weekly spending and adjust as needed. Um, So I'll definitely report back to you guys after doing that one because that one's going to be a tough one for me. I've never really like done anything like that before. I usually ignore my bank statements.
1: For real. And that's so scary to me. Like that's such a scary thought. Like for doing that for myself as well, it's a scary thought. (laughs) Like Looking at my finances truly just, depresses me when I'm when I've been a bad girl with spending it's so depressing and I just would rather avoid it but it's not an adult thing to avoid it so face your fears face your finances (laughs) okay so my top three goals this year is for 2021 is to grow my YouTube channel astronomically and my plan to do that is by sticking to a routine of posting a video a week on each of my two YouTube channels. Cool. My next goal is to sell Izzy Mask in every single state in the US. And I'm going to do this by developing a marketing campaign for Izzy Masks every month. Wow. I've never done that before, but I'm going to. I'm a goddamn marketing major. Like, I need to step it up here.
0: What's a marketing <laughs> campaign? Like, I obviously know, but I want you to explain it.
1: So a marketing campaign is basically like an organized event or strategy that's well-executed to hopefully promote your brand and to reach more followers to hopefully gain a conversion. And a conversion to me means either them, really overall is them purchasing the mask, but it can also be a follow, a like, an interaction. It can all equal different things. It depends on your purpose, but that's basically what it is. An organized, well-executed marketing event. Love that. That's a great, Uh great goal. Yeah, I'm excited for that for sure. And of course, I want to stick to my morning and night rituals because my morning ritual is incredibly important to me because it's really the foundation that sets up my day for success, for productivity. If I don't have my morning ritual, I'm fucked. And there are some days where I skip it, knowing I'm going to be fucked, but and it leads to an inevitably fucking loser day. So, <laughs> What's your morning routine? <laughs> my morning routine? Yes, it's, clear. It. I wake up immediately. I change into my workout clothes. I get on my mat. Like, that's the first 15 minutes of my day is getting on my mat. To me, that's, like, what wakes me up. It's what energizes me it's what really like calms my brain. I feel like I wake up with my mind running a thousand miles a minute and getting on my mat just grounds me and makes me feel like you can do it. You got it. It's just day by day or minute by minute, hour by hour. And then after that, I walk my dog around the neighborhood for like an hour and I listen to the podcast then. And then After I walk Sammy, what do I do? Really like, oh, and then I'll jog on the beach. That's the next thing I do. And then after jogging, I really just get ready for my day. And then my day starts.
0: Awesome. That's my routine. How long does it take you usually to finish, start to finish?
1: It's usually a three-hour
0: morning routine for me. Okay. That's including working out.
1: Yeah, that's including everything, like showering, getting my makeup done. Like, I mean, I don't really wear makeup, but... Just everything from like waking up to sitting down on my computer ready to work. That's a three-hour thing for me.
0: Okay. Awesome.
1: And my night rituals, I said earlier, is important because that includes writing a to-do list using the Ivy Lee method. And that helps me stay productive for the next day. And I just think it's really important to control the first and last 30 minutes of your day. Because if you can't control anything else, at least you've got that controlled. Just, yeah. Starting your day and ending your day controlled is just the best way. Mm-hmm. So now I'm just going to be moving on to the tools that's going to help me really live my best life this year. My first one is my journal. I purchased a new one for this year. And my next tool is my beautiful 2021 planner I just bought from Marshalls. I'm so fucking pumped. It's this like beautiful, thick, hardcover of this baby perfect pink. Mm-hmm. And Gold hearts on it. It's like perfection. Oh I actually have a secret obsession with stationary products. So purchasing like new planners, notebooks, is just always such an exciting and motivating experience. I can me.
0: verify that that's true about Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> I can I've like, never just... met anyone that spends so much time looking at <laughs> the little trinkets in the Marshalls checkout line. Like, it's best part of Marshall's. I just can tell you right now. It's just, it's so funny. It's great though. It's a great, like me, I'm, I feel like when I'm with you, I'll do that, but I I mainly focus on clothes. That's my issue.
1: So never go to clothes ever. I don't know like where to start looking. That's funny. My next two tools are first, my water bottle. I have one water bottle I use all the time and it's I like it to be huge just so it's easy for me to track my water intake. For example, if it's a 32 ounce bottle, I know to drink like two and a half or three, three bottles of that and I'm good for the day because if you guys don't know, you're supposed to drink half of your body weight in ounces. So I try to do that. My old water bottle was a one liter BKR. There's such cute water bottles. If you guys have never heard of that, it's called BKR. But this year, my brother got me a pink Yeti and I'm so excited to use it. And so that's something that's going to really propel me with success this year for skin for overall health. I just love water. Mm -hmm. And next is my cold brew French press. Um, so not a focused person at all. I can't really like be productive unless I have coffee. Like that is my Adderall, and so just buying a cold brew French press was life changing for me in 2020. So I'm just really excited to go to 2021 having beautiful fresh coffee every morning.
0: Where did you get your French press? I got it
1: from Target.
0: Target. Yes. Do you remember how much it was? It was 9.99. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's wow. So I feel like mm-hmm. they have them on Amazon and stuff too.
1: Yes, for sure. I don't know about a cold brew French. Pr- I, of course they would. I'm sure they would. They
0: have like everything. I feel like I'm going to look because when I was at your house and you made that for me, it was so good. It was, it was better than Starbucks. It
1: was I'm just- sure it would be even better if the coffee was good. The coffee I used was kind of like just Folgers mm-hmm. on sale. But if you, it's just cold brew is the best. It's right. Strongest coffee. I just love it.
0: Uh, You know, I'm a coffee lover. I know. Yeah. All right. So now we have things we learned in 2020 that we can take to this year that will help us get to where we want to go. Okay. So for me, everyone says it, who you surround yourself with. When I reflected on my last year, it was definitely a huge, I don't know what to call it, maybe like a huge turning point. Epiphany? Real- Epiphany, something. A realization of who I was surrounding myself with. And obviously during quarantine, that brought it out extra because you're locked away with your family. And I really felt like our family became so much closer through this quarantine. We were so annoyed with each other. But I have a sincere appreciation right now for all of them. And our connection is just on a whole different level. Like, I just feel like we've created a bond where we all know we're there for each other through any waking moment that we need each other in any type of way. Um, And just getting annoyed with them is like not the same. Like I'm grounded in the bond that we've created. So even when I'm annoyed, I always am like smiling and laughing to myself when I'm annoyed because I'm just like, oh God, I just like love them. Like you're so annoying. I, I just love you so much. You know what I mean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking kill you real
0: quick, yeah. <laughs> like it's not the same as when I would get annoyed with them in the past. I would like genuinely get upset and not be able to focus on anything else and I feel like that has changed a lot during quarantine um and then obviously focusing and strengthening the relationship with the friends that really do care about you and your well-being so knowing who shows up for you I remember reading that in one of your Instagram posts showing up for the people that show up for you and um 2020 definitely was a year where I came to many realizations many friendships that um weren't really I don't want to say serving me because I don't like that idea of other people serving me because I think it's everything is all obviously a two-way street and you I always aim to just be who I am to people and hope that's enough but it's I just think that um I came to an epiphany of like really who was supporting me, who was there for me, even like during my lowest points, and as a person, like not I don't know, I don't know how to really explain that one, but I definitely had a lot of great realizations, and it's just one of those things where you might not have as many people as a, around you, but I feel so much more love and support than I ever have. So yeah. Those are beautiful.
1: I love that you and your family are so much closer now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Usually it's the
1: opposite. Didn't quarantine lead to divorces and family <laughs> feud
0: right it definitely like when we're all with each other it can be that way and it it almost felt like the days were going on and on and we're all around each other but now that I'm away I definitely miss my family so much and when they come I just appreciate their presence and I I don't know.
1: Yeah, living by myself in Florida for the first time I was able to like realize like how much my family like cares for me. Mm -hmm. You don't really get to realize or analyze that when you're with them all the time. But when they show up for you when you're like, this is not that big of a deal, but you're here for me. This is amazing. Like it just is the best. And coming home for Christmas, I like never I've never been so excited to be with them. And then like here. Mm -hmm. So thank you 2020 for that actually. Yeah. (laughs) Um so One thing that I really learned in 2020 that I can take in 2021 is that I am the only person in charge of my life. As a new entrepreneur, I realized that to get the ball rolling in anything I really wanted and desired, I must first take action and get it done myself or it really will not get done. I also learned that you get what you put out in the universe. So if I work hard, I really get it in return in like the same exact way as I put out. But if I don't do anything, I don't get anything from the universe. It's insane how like black and white it works. It's crazy.
0: So whenever, was there a point where you felt like distraught about where you were? And that's what kind of like. Like, when did you feel like you made a change or was there ever like a point or was it like slow, slow progress?
1: I think really like the big part of quarantine, how um I found Izzy Masks, like that really helped me, like, it really shaped me to where I am like right this moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like with the whole putting it out in the universe thing and getting it back, I really feel that way with Izzy Masks. The more I market it, the more I get customers but um I think that like Izzy Masks in general just pulled me out of like a super depressed state of just not feeling like I'm doing anything all these people are like talking about after graduation and all their big plans I really had no plans after graduation Mm -hmm. besides secretly being wanting to be a YouTuber but with Izzy Masks it just has like built my confidence and I don't know it's really like brought me where I am today so yeah I guess it like pulled me out of that rock bottom but also like showed me this whole new way that whatever you put out into the universe you get back so it's like just amazing revelations I feel.
0: I'm so happy for you and I always like knew that like as your best friend I can tell you that I definitely saw a huge major shift in your mindset through quarantine and through starting Izzy Masks And we used to have our little sewing parties and watch movies and chat. And I feel like it gave you the confidence to open the door to so many other things. And I I was really, I don't know, it was definitely inspiring for me and helpful for me to watch that transpire in front of me too. Like it, it definitely helped me in my mindset towards me and my fucking struggles of getting a job after college
1: yes I remember those struggles oh my goodness totally
0: oh my. That me happy mm-hmm. I well, I those to- are great and those are so powerful to take with you into 2021 those lessons to reflect on something that I learned from this past year and this has definitely been building up for so long like you've known me for a long time but 20 I think this year I finally got it and I'm not sure how I'm going to well I don't actually know how to pinpoint the turning point for me I think I was just a build up for so long but prioritizing how I feel and less about how I look so I've always been one with my the way that I look my body, my body image, like my physical appearance has always been something that I've been super hard on myself about always. And it's just like, to the point where I felt like I was a different person, like a year ago, I just feel like I transformed a lot. in even the past six months, mindset wise. And when I look at myself, I see a different person right now in a good way. But, um, So one of my goals was to, is to spend so much, spend less time getting ready. And I got a Dyson hair, (laughs) Dyson air wrap. So I could curl my hair and blow dry my hair quicker. And not sure if that actually is a thing yet. We'll see what happens because the last time it didn't work so well. It took me so long to get ready. So we're still going to experiment still learning how to do that. And then it was to a point guys where I hated taking pictures and, I, when I would take pictures, I just feared so much of having to look at that picture and like feeling like I looked horrible or critiquing myself or comparing myself and um I am working on thinking of them as memories that can bring me back to a beautiful night with friends, foods, scents, laughs, sounds, ambiance, etc, of a memory that's what they serve me as they're not to post on social media and get so many likes and be beautiful to anyone else. Like that is just gone. That's, that's leaving me in 2020 and it already has, I've already feel like I've shifted my mindset more to rewiring, thinking of pictures and memories in that way. So that's definitely something that I'm extremely proud of, but still going to work towards improving this year.
1: That's just so exciting. I'm so excited for you for that. I think everyone can learn a little bit of, can learn from that.
0: That's definitely huge. It's, it's really easy too. and I mean, every, every college has, like, beautiful girls, and, like, people that have such amazing lives, and I, I know it's cliche to say, but Instagram is just a place right now, I feel like, where people are really focusing on that, and, it's not like everyone is beautiful. You don't need a full face of makeup to post a picture on Instagram or a, like all these designer bags and clothes and stuff to show off to people. Like that stuff is great. And you can be into that stuff and appreciate those things in other ways. But it's just like to constantly be living up to these standards, it's draining, And it can it's really, really fuck your life up.
1: It <laughs> mentally fucks you up. It makes It just makes you feel like you're not, enough ever I hate that that was part of my huge rock bottom phase of my life is living at home not doing anything on Cape Cod and just feeling like a fucking sack of potatoes all the time and my habits like made me a sack of potatoes as well don't get me wrong but going on Instagram and seeing all these perfect couples perfect perfect everything perfect life it's like it really makes it puts you in a really bad space
0: yes I hate that I did not agree more I think I wrote this down oh yeah I did write it down but I'll just say it now because it's relevant um so one of my goals for social media is to not watch more than three stories because I'll find myself like flicking through stories and then before you know it it's so much like so much stuff going into your head and you've just seen so many
1: oh, like crazy God.
0: things it's like just watch three and then get back to what you're doing that's like something
1: I didn't mention about my morning ritual. I do not, do not dare open any social media app, even if it was my fucking business. I just don't do it because that's like, I forget who said it, but like when you open up things, that's your brain responding to like those pictures, like you reacting, like why do you need to respond and react the first thing when you wake up? You don't. That's like, huge not like waking up to social media because it really puts you in a different mental space oh yeah now we're going to be going on to our reflection questions that really we want to reflect on 2021 and maybe we can even ask the same questions next year um for new year's resolution so the first question alex is what is the most important habit or activity to subtract to your day-to-day living for
0: 2021 okay so for me i said First, setting up three things I need to get done first thing in the morning, the night before. So kind of like you had said before, making your to-do list before. But for me, this is going to play into my morning routine. So it could be anything and I'm going to start small. And for example, it could be as simple as getting up, stretching and brushing my teeth before I can do picking up my phone or doing anything else, like just three things that I mentally need to do whenever I get up. And um, so that would be first, setting up the things I need to do the day before. And then second, no phone until those things are over. And then no more than watching three stories on Instagram, even after my morning routine. And I want to set a timer for social media, one hour a day for personal, for my personal Instagram, I feel like that's even a lot. That's no, <laughs> don't do 15 minutes like I did because it doesn't work. 15 minutes, hours one hour is realistic, and on average, I only spend three hours on my phone, and an hour of it is ways. Okay, yeah, that's that's realistic. An hour. For personal Instagram, I probably won't even spend that much time on my personal Instagram. I'll probably be sending on Shiki Instagram. I barely use my own Instagram. At the Shiki social. Yes, at the <laughs> Shiki social. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. What are yours?
1: Um, I only have one, but it's four words. My, I want to stop or I want to subtract mindless social media surfing. That's it. That's, like, the only thing that I'm, like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, my thumb just keeps going. It doesn't stop. Swipe, swipe up or click, click, click through stories. That's the
0: crazy thing, though. Like, not to go on a rant about the social dilemma, but it's designed for you to do that. So they just are feeding your all your social media apps. Like, so many. You need to watch that movie. Everyone needs to go and watch that. Because they're feeding. I don't your- want to get freaked out. Well, it's it's not really. It is freaky, but it also brought me to so many great realizations. Like for example, everything that's going on right now. Like we watched um, people storming the Capitol, for example. Not to get political, but there's people who believed that Antifa was sent there to go do that, and those weren't American civilians, and um. So other people are thinking that the people that believe that are racist and they're in denial and they're like, how could you think that those aren't normal civilians? You're blaming it on a extremist group. But it could just be the information that they're being fed through whatever else data, technology has accumulated to be fed to them if that makes sense, supporting beliefs that they're already going in the direction of. So what that's doing is just completely polarizing whatever people's beliefs are. So say, for example, like I said earlier, if you're into researching um, conspiracy theories, our data is collected to know that. So that will show up on so many other it, I don't know what to call it subliminal ads um if you type in something in google it will show up and not on somebody else's like we're just being fed things to support our own beliefs which just polarizes everything That's so wild so wild so the realization that I came to after watching that again is like really separating people's beliefs with who they are and it doesn't it's so hard because you just want to be like because people believe that they are who what they believe you know what I mean exactly and they're not it's just especially when it comes to politics it's like I don't care what you believe because you could just be being fed the wrong information I could be being fed the wrong information like you know what I mean yeah. everyone's seeing different things on their phones and everybody's data is different so I don't know. At the end of the day, I hate to sound like say this, but I feel like technology is largely to do with everything that's going on. Totally. So yeah, I just went on a rant, but <laughs> a social dilemma rant. I love it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. If there's a
1: gap between where you are now and where you want to be, what's one step you can take now to close that gap, Alex?
0: I will be setting up small daily habits that I've already told you about. And it prevents me from getting ahead of myself and getting overwhelmed and thinking that things are unachievable. Um, And really just starting small. All of my goals above are just very small daily habits that I can implement into my life. And it's not one of those things where if I don't do them, like I'm doomed. It's more so like trying to adjust and you know, figuring out what works right now is my goal.
1: 2021 is all about figuring it out. Yes. The one step that I need to do is to develop two skills. And those two skills, I literally need to be tatted on my forehead. (laughs) It's to focus and to stay consistent. If I just, if I develop these two skills, I know that I can like, I can live the life I'm destined to live if I just stay focused and stay consistent. So yeah, that's one step I need to do to close that gap between where I need to
0: be. Love that. And it sounds like with your tools that that's going to be achievable. If I stay consistent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um and our last question is what was the best advice you received this year?
1: My best advice, I actually have I'm sorry, I have two because the first The first one I really just thought of today, which is getting out of your comfort zone. I like, that's my own advice for myself. But the next one is getting rid of the perfectionism mentality. My perfectionism mentality, it really led to a mild touch of depression because I set incredible high standards for myself and I never measure up. So basically I'm wiring myself for misery my entire life because nobody can be perfect. And no one should try to be, unless you want to have a miserable life, then have at it. Mm -hmm. Last
0: advice
1: is that I need to trust myself a little bit more. I know exactly what I need to do in life and what I'm destined to do. I feel like I'm just sometimes so caught up in like doing these self-help things. And it's like, I know what I need to do, which is to stay consistent and focused. I don't need to do all these help self-help things like I know what I need to do and I just need to trust myself more that's like one advice I love so much
0: that's a great one yeah I think so I need to do that too
1: totally everyone should trust themselves more we're just so quick to like reach out a hand when we need to be looking internally first and then reaching out a hand if you can't figure it out
0: right
1: Definite. so what's the best advice you received in 2020
0: So mine is a quote from Tom King. And Tom King is my, I'd call him my mentor, my second dad. He is my old professor at Providence College that definitely has had a huge impact on where I'm at today and um, changed me for the best. And so I was at a point after graduating college and during my senior year where I was applying to a million and one corporate jobs for fuck's sake of having a corporate job or having job security whenever I was um so whenever I graduated I had a job and college the culture there can definitely do that to you there's so many people with jobs and I think it's amazing but I'm not sure if that was what I was meant to do and I'm not sure why I was in that mentality so to the point where I was applying to so many jobs and I had so many interviews and after so many failures I was just I was really at one of my lowest points and I would beat myself up I would cry I'd, I wouldn't even know what to do with myself. Like, I just like, this is just never going to happen. Like, I'm never going to get a job. I'm never going to get a big girl job. And I just thought it was so wrong to have, like, I don't know why I thought it was so wrong to have any other job. Like, I don't know why. Like, that's what I desire now. I just want a part-time job right now and to focus on this and anything else that I'm passionate about. Um. So... when I would beat myself up about these things, I remember I reached out to Tom about this one time and he said, you never know who's on the other side of a decision. So whenever you're getting upset about um, not, or you, you feel like you failed at something and you feel like your success had to do with somebody else giving you their approval, a yes or a no, you got the job or you didn't, whatever the case may be, you just never know who's on the other side of a decision. And to blame it entirely on yourself is just a recipe for self-destruction because there could be a family member. There could be a personal connection. Would you say? A long-term intern. Exactly. And companies just have to post a job they have to put it out there. So you could walk in and you really could be the more qualified, the more personable, the best candidate there is. But for whatever the circumstances are, and for whatever the reason may be, you don't get the job. And if you're in the mentality that I was in, you're just like, there's something wrong with me there's something wrong with who I am. I can't get a job. I'm incapable. And it's just a really, really shitty mindset to be in when somebody else is ultimately making a decision that's for your future. So that was definitely something that I will carry with me forever and never ever think of myself in that way again. And so Tom, thank you for that. He's definitely going to be on the podcast. He already said he would do it. So, and if he didn't, then he is now because I just said that. (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm in a different mindset and it's definitely a better place than I was when I was there.
1: That's great advice from Tom King. Mm -hmm. Shout out, Mr. King. Oh, sorry. I know he doesn't like Mr.
0: He wants you to call him Tom. There's a story behind that. I'm sure we'll find out. Yeah, for sure.
1: <laughs> but, um just think if you ever get into that mentality just think it's self-inflicted pain
0: right you're just you want to beat yourself up it's like and then when you do that make a little tally of it and shut up stop doing that <laughs> like if which i'm sure i'll have those days where i want to do that to myself for whatever reason but we're going to just try to be aware of it and be mindful and um change that so. beautiful yeah Alright, girl, that's it, right? That is it for this episode. <laughs> that was so fun. So fun. I'm I so love that. We did it.
1: Alright, everyone, that will be it for today's episode. If you found anything helpful from today's conversation, we would love to know your favorite part. So connect with us on social media.
0: We can be found on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all with the username at the Sheiki Social. Thank you for listening, and we will see you on the next one. And don't forget to stay Sheiki.